You're listening to Messages of Infinite Light with Ain Kate Sullivan, the show that helps us discover the truth of who we are and imagines where we are going as masterful creators. Welcome, light travelers. This is Ann Kate Sullivan, host of Messages of Infinite Light, where we envision a new humanity. Can you see it now? It's going to be good. I'm also the author of a new novel, Memory Freeing Merlin. It's very magical. And I'll be sharing some adventures and insights from this new award-winning book. So today, I'm offering you a monologue about the process of finding the light of Merlin which is actually the spiritual essence that resides within each one of us, our eternal spark. It's also what the protagonist, Nina, must seek in order to realize her true nature. So Nimue might be someone who's familiar or not familiar. (laughs) She's a complicated character, but She's also a lady of the lake. That's her main archetype. She's one of the nine ladies of the lake, a wonderful and magical archetype. She's also the lover of Merlin, and she's eager to learn everything that he knows. In the story, a young girl named Nina realizes that she was Nimue in a previous life, and she travels back to the fifth century to find Merlin. You see, it was Nimue that sealed Merlin in a tree until the time of his return. And that hour is now. (laughs) We need Merlin. The light of Merlin is a subject that is really dear to my heart. I think this world could use a lot more light and sparkle. You see, once we find our inner light, then we know we are eternal. We are creator beings. And from that place of inner knowing, then we can embody and engage with full presence in the world. So the reason I love Merlin is that archetypally, he represents the person who has been through the challenges and difficulties of life, even times of madness, and he has returned as a sage. He's an integrated being. So often spiritual awakenings include moments where we feel we have gone mad, Um, And actually, we're not really insane. We're in the process of reimagining ourselves. So we need to learn to be kind to ourselves when we're in the process of a spiritual awakening. Once we've integrated our new understanding, then we can proceed as teachers, healers, artists, writers, composers, authentic beings. Now, in Arthurian legend, Merlin heals, matures, and evolves as a person until he is no longer just human, but a human with superpowers. He's he be, and some say he's an incubus and human. I I don't really go for that so much. I I really believe he's an ancient ancient archetypal being, a deity who has been around since the beginning of time. In Arthurian legend, he goes through initiations and becomes the intuitive enchanter. He's a prophet, a shapeshifter, often turning into a wren or a white stag, but his real superpower is magic. Now, one of his well-known supernatural feats is the intrigue and bewitching that creates the young author. We all know the story. 
if you're interested in the details in the history of, of this myth of Merlin and you don't know it, you can pick up Nimue Frey Merlin and read my my author's afterward. So I go into detail about where that comes from in the book. So anyway, the point of the novel is to help us understand that the spiritual seeker must delve into a new type of consciousness, a holistic and multidimensional consciousness in order to become a sage. And there are lots of exercises and practices in the book to assist the seeker to find the archetypal magician within. I feel we can go through this type of personal alchemy. I mean, each one of us really does it. We we transform if we do the work. And the book follows the classical hero's journey, but with a twist, it's the heroine who is discovering who she is, not the hero. And she certainly is a time traveler. We understand the hero's journey. It's built into almost every novel and movie. But the next step is an integrating and awakening, not just as individuals, but as a humanity, which is what this podcast is really about. Now, this is challenging. We're used to setting goals and achieving them. But suddenly the world right now, this world is demanding something else of us. You see, humanity is awakening. Now, I'm recording this episode the light of Merlin, as we approach the winter months and the nights grow longer, as we enter the darkness. And now in the darkness, we have time to dream and to imagine it, to look at the stars. This isn't a time to fear. You see, fear just makes us small and helpless. It's not something we want to fall for. This is a time to dream to find an inner peace and the light of hope and joy and love. When we close our eyes and sit in silence, we can feel something new trying to emerge. Can you feel it? You might just feel it right now. Just pause for a moment. What's happening? Humanity appears to be undergoing a shift in which the old ways no longer work and the new has not yet arrived. There is division and chaos. And yet, if we close our eyes and put our hands on our hearts and realize something extraordinary is taking place, then we can keep going, right? The caterpillar is sleeping and dreaming of itself becoming the butterfly. Now, who knows this process better than the archetype of the wizard, the alchemist, the one who knows how to turn lead into gold. Aha. So I'm going to stop for a quick ad break. When I get back, we'll continue to delve into the mysteries. I might give you a little visualization to do and maybe read a little from the book and let's experience what it is to be the light of Merlin. Hey, it's fun to be magical. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. The superpower experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Ann-Kate Sullivan. If you want to dive deeply into visions for an evolving humanity, you can listen to more episodes on superpowerexperts.com slash messages of infinite light. Or if you want to know more about ancient spiritual traditions, I've I've done loads of episodes on superpowerexperts.com slash wisdom of the ages. So lots to listen to. Today, I'm speaking with you about the light of Merlin in my new novel, Nimue. I'm really excited about this book. So I, I hope you'll you'll join in with me here. So in, in the book, I really thought about the hero's journey and I and I followed the outline, something that's familiar. But I also added a magical insight, a visualization, and actually a whole series of practices and, and visualizations that will help you understand the light body. Now, once we really understand the light body, we can start to do wild things like walk between worlds. Now, one of the gifts that Merlin had was of time weaving. He could travel into the past or into the future looking for important information. He was able to find what he sought there in the, in the future world and then return with the light of wisdom to this world. So he was a time weaver. He understood that the past, the present, and the future are one. It's all happening right now in this present moment. And this is what made him a great prophet. Now, there are lots of movies about time travelers. We'll see it at Doctor Who or Outlander. So it's it's something we're familiar with. But often fiction thinly disguises latent superpowers, Right. You see, humans are meant to be avatars. We're much more powerful than we often realize. And that's not functional. That's true. Okay, there are challenges. The ego loves self-aggrandizement, but the power I'm speaking about is more aligned with the soul and the eternal aspect of our true nature. And our true self is a time traveler. I mean, after all, we've lived many lives we shapeshift every time we take a new body as a baby. And every time we die, we shift into the other world, right? We actually shapeshift our entire lives as we grow from babies to youth to maturity to elder. And this process occurs naturally, but we're still shapeshifting. We're still <laughs> the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. Now, our choice is whether or not to be conscious of the process of becoming. We can choose to go to sleep and not notice, or we can choose to evolve and wake up. Once we learn to work with the process of life and evolution, then our wings can open and we can fly, fly like a butterfly or an angel into the vastness of being. Wow. Now, the light of Merlin isn't his light. No one owns it. It's a light we share because we are all aspects of life, and life is light and sound and consciousness. And a little music, too, huh? So Nimue Freeing Merlin follows the classic hero's journey recognized by Carl Jung and made famous by Joseph Campbell. And in this process, the first stage is the ordinary world. So the novel begins in the 21st century in New York City, and we meet the protagonist, Nina, who leaves on a trip to Britain with her mother. Now, Nina meets a healer who tells her that she is the lady of the lake. 
who was responsible for sealing Merlin in a tree. And that is now her job, that is Nina's job, to go find Merlin and release him. The call to adventure is always met by refusal to the call. So Nina returns to see the healer or mentor again. And this time she's thrust into a new adventure. She's literally kicked over the threshold and finds herself in the fifth century. And as Nimue learns the rules of the special world, which in this case is Avalon. And I thought it might be fun right here just to read just a little short passage from the book. So you get a taste of it. Um, And this is, this is meant to be literature. (laughs) Okay. So this is um, page 83, just a little, little taste here. So apple trees grow on our Island home. It is called Innis Witrin or the Isle of Glass. And it is an otherworldly doorway to the other world of Innis Aphelon. The trees near the marshes are large and their branches dip into the water. Some of the trees can speak. Innis Aphelon is actually an other world where we can escape and be safe. It is a place of everlasting life, delight, and love. Neradek has instructed us that we must reside both in the magical other world and on the earthly plane, because humanity needs our help. I just wanted to read that little taste because the whole point is that humanity needs our help. So what Nimue is undergoing parallels what is now happening in our contemporary society, where the old paradigm is collapsing and the new earth has not yet arisen. And what we discover in the book is that in order to find Merlin, Nimue must find his light and wisdom. It's actually, it's not his or hers, really, because it's not, because the light isn't really Merlin's, it's the light itself. So ultimately, Nimue is discovering the light and wisdom within herself. Now, I feel what helps us all navigate successfully through the darkness is the ability to intuitively read the world around us. When we really trust our inner light, we know who's telling the truth and who is lying. It's just apparent. You can feel it in your body, right? We know, we know when we're really in touch, when we're really sensing our body, when when we're trusting our feeling, we know which direction is safe. We know which places to avoid. We sometimes will talk ourselves out of it, but we know this. This is direct knowing. And trusting our inner senses, we know where to be, where not to be. And we're beginning to learn that we are more than who we dare to believe, right? Nimue faces a series of ordeals, including a visit to the underworld and a visit to Merlin's innermost cave. The challenges follow the initiations priestesses undergo to become sovereign. So I did a lot of research, actually traveled through Wales, it was really quite, pretty incredible and went to some very special places such as Bryn Kelly Thee, where, where the Druidesses were um, initiated on that. It's, it was Mona. Once upon a time, it was the Isle of Anglesey, but it's now called, um, and it's now called, it's in Wales now. Originally it was Mona and, and you can go and there's uh, a museum there where you can hear people telling stories of the end of the, the world of the Druids. And I think this was an important time because, uh, you know, we keep going back to this time 
the Romans were in, invading and the and the um the magical ones were disappearing. And so there's some kind of longing I, f- I feel that the soul has to go and rediscover the roots of, of this this magical, gentle tradition, these people who who were in touch with the web of life. So um, if you go listen to the book, it's on Audible. Joanna Daniel does a great job as narrator. I, <laughs> I, um, she really brought it to life. It was amazing for me to just sit and listen to her. So I'm, I'm hoping that as listeners or readers follow the book, that you'll begin to ask yourself a very important age-old question, which is, who am I? Now, I'm not talking about the body because we're not our bodies, right? I'm not talking about our mind because we're not our mind. So who who am I, right? So this ancient inquiry, who am I, leads to the greatest journey of them all, the understanding of the self. So I'd like to give you a little taste from one of the visualizations from the book. Now, the, the point of the visualizations is to start to dismantle this um, ego identification. So who am I? Let's just keep this in mind as we go into this, this world, this other world. So if you're driving or whatever, come back to this, uh, this part of the podcast later. It's a good time to find a quiet space. Uh, to light a candle and be undisturbed just for a few minutes, but to allow yourself to really, to really go deep, deep, deep into your belly center. Now, each of us has a light body and this light body shines from within. And some people experience it more in the head, some more in the heart, some in the belly. But discovering our eternal light takes a little bit of practice. And uh, during these winter months when it's dark, this is the the wonderful time to start to explore who we are, right, as energy bodies. One, One thing is this an energy body. So place your hand on your belly and then feel two finger widths below your navel and two finger widths inside and feel the star that pulsates there. Now, some people might experience a, a color. They might see a color. Uh, some people might see a, a flash of light. Some people might just have a sensation of warmth. Some people might hear a sound, uh, maybe a hum. Whatever it is that you feel, and you might feel nothing, all of it, all of it is fine. Just be aware of the sensations that are there. And then imagine that you're as wide as the room and then come back to your normal size. And then imagine that you're as tall as the room and then come back to your normal size. And then allow your light body to stand up. You see, you're not your body, you're not your mind, you're this light. Go ahead and stand up and just be aware for a moment of this soulful aspect of you, for this is your eternal self. 
just feel this self, this amorphous self, this shapeshifter. Be aware of it. And then walk or float outside and find as you're going out a body of water. It might be a lake or a stream or an ocean. Just find a body of water. And then when you when you get there, you'll see that one of the grail guardians, one of the ladies of the lake, are standing there beside this body of water. And then acknowledge them, one of them, as your guide. Be aware. You might know their name, or maybe you just see this, this light, lightness of being. It might be, and it might even be Merlin. But go ahead and take their lead. And if they seem friendly and it seems good for you, go ahead and dive into the water. Go all the way through and just feel what it's like to be a light body in the water, in this element that's fluid and movable and magical. And then when you come up, notice that you're in a beautiful world where the grass is green and the air is warm and the trees sparkle with gemstones and healing apples. And you might hear beautiful music coming, coming from all around you, maybe even from the flowers. So just take that in for a minute, that there are these worlds that are healing worlds, that are lovely worlds, and just be aware of them. Then carefully walk over to one of the trees. And I I say carefully, but it's really respectfully. That's we're taking care in our action. And go to one of the trees and then observe the tree. Be aware of the tree. Send the light of your heart or your belly into the tree and see what happens. Maybe the tree will send light back. And then as as you can make a connection with the tree, as you enter into relationship with this fifth dimensional being, ask for permission to touch or taste one of the fruits. If permission is granted, and you'll know because you'll just you'll just intuitively have a yes, or your heart will open, or you'll feel you'll feel you'll lean towards the tree quite naturally. So permission is granted. Ask if you can be healed from a specific concern. It might be something in in the body or something that's happening in your life or something that's happening in the world. And wait for a minute. Part of the heroine's journey is to learn to wait, to receive the other. Now, you may be directed toward a healing elixir or some healing object, just to see what what you're drawn towards or what comes to you. Observe what you're being shown. If you don't see anything, then sense what your light body is feeling and experiencing. So this is all about becoming receptive, intuitive. (laughs) It's a practice. It's a practice. Allow yourself to feel 
and know that you already have all the answers. Something might very well come to you. It might be a gift. It might be a cup that you're going to, to sip out of. It could be, could be anything. And maybe it's a color. Maybe it's a sound. When you've received your gift, thank your otherworldly guardian for their assistance. Thank the tree. Thank all the beings of that beautiful world that you've now made a relationship with. And then when you're ready, knowing that you've discovered the light of Merlin within yourself, (laughs) that you freed yourself from the tree, dive back into the water and then float back, feeling your body as it comes back into this time and space. It's probably a little denser. It's okay. The light body becomes one with the physical body again, with the mind again, with the heart again. Feel just in this space where you've stepped out of time and then back into time, out of form and into form. Just feel what it is to be a shapeshifter, that maybe things aren't as solid as they seem, right? (laughs) So this is the magic. This is the magic, realizing that you are actually a co-creator. And if you understand the design of life, the design of your own being, the design of the, the family, the humanity, the global, the cosmic beings, then you can enter into co-creation with life. And this is beautiful. So when you're ready, you wiggle your toes and wiggle your fingers and don't forget this little light that exists within you and this light that burns in your belly that's now even more alive because of this elixir that you've tasted, right? So you can always go back to the other world. And then when you're ready, look down before looking up and awaken to a new moment. So how wonderful. You've discovered the light of Merlin, the light that exists inside of you and will travel from lifetime to lifetime without changing. Congratulations. What we return with is the wisdom that we always know where to go for our healing. When we have answers that we need uh, when we need, when we have questions that we need answers to, that when when we need an insight, when we we know where to go, there's this beautiful place. There's Avalon. There are many, actually, many, many different dimensions. There's never any reason to be frightened, for we are all spiritual beings having a spiritual experience, and that is the light of Merlin. So I hope you've enjoyed this. It's all the time we have today. But uh, if you if you have a chance, please pick up a copy of Nimue Frame Merlin or listen to it. And um, yeah, find that light within your being and don't let anyone ever take it away from you. So thank you, listeners. May your lives be filled with color, sound, and consciousness.
You've been listening to Ann Kate Sullivan, host of Messages of Infinite Light. To view my books or book a private session, you can find out more on infinitelightpublishing.com or ankatesullivan.com. So it's been wonderful speaking with you. May the light be with you always. Many blessings. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.